Here we go. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 56 of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC podcast. Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. I'm your official host, Mike Larkin, and joining me once again for the LFC podcast is the one, the only LFC prospect, LFL all-star, and a beautiful woman both inside and out, Miss Ty Emery. Ty, how are you doing? G'day, gang. I cannot wait until I can drop the prospect for LFC and just be like known as, oh, this is Ty. She bashes bitches here in the LFC. That's true. You get to move from the prospect name to just being called officially an LFC fighter. Uh, The future is bright. (laughs) That it is. And I will say this about you, folks. Ty and I also just came off a show that we did last weekend for my Pop Culture History podcast. We just got done watching Jack Frost 2, the, the Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman, and we had some fun on that show. Go take a look at that on SoundCloud.com, so it's Larkin 92 And now we're back talking about what we all love, what we all appreciate. That is LFC. And I got to say this about you. First and foremost, here's what's great about doing these podcasts, giving people the platform, tell their stories, talk some LFC and shoot the breeze. But you've been doing a lot of that, and you're also with your past interviews promoting LFC. First and foremost, on the two-parter here, I got to say congrats in a way because, man, you've been putting the name out, representing the brand that is at his LFC, and I love it. Thank you. You're welcome, guys. Um, I don't know. I just uh, When I think something's a great idea and I get kind of get involved, I think, why not? why not rep it like at the top of your voice, you know? Um, I love LFC. I think it's such an entertaining, like fun, like fun show. Uh, I think it's drawing super different characters. I have no doubt that even um, just the process of, you know, girls being chosen that just being a part of the LFC family is changing their lives uh, for the better because now they have martial arts. Um, every day they're going to have to do something for martial arts, which is for the LFC show. And I think that's, you know, what, that's a great thing. And the fact that all the girls are in their lingerie and they're just so super feminine, I think maybe that could be able to bridge a gap to show other women that, you know, they too can jump in the gyms or go punch a punching bag or be able to, you know, be super girly and ditzy and gumby and, you know, just all the beautiful things that women are and, and be able to maybe do something that could, you know, help protect themselves. Oh, agreed. And it's one of those things where, where you have like the booty camps and you have all these girls training. I Like I mentioned, I will say we'll start off with your girl, Miss Lauren the Animal Fogel, training with Jesse Toro Santos and Syndicate MMA, Ken Shamrock's gym in Las Vegas. In the fight capital of the world, I mean, we got Jennifer Thomas, a.k.a. Jenny Bloody Valentine, training over there in California. Catch Wrestling Alliance won Raul Ramirez. There's so many people just training constantly on the grind. Cannot wait till quarantine is over because LFC is going to be back in action possibly in August is the word going around. Also in September. It's a beautiful thing, man. I agree. It's gonna. It's so strange. COVID's kind of taken over and has, uh, I guess, gotten rid of the world um, with everything that's kind of been going on. It's. It'll be good to see everything kind of come back in, you know, come back into this whole swing of things. Well, it doesn't stop with you because you in Thailand there, I see you constantly training, constantly doing your thing, Phuket, and everything that really is going on over there in the mixed martial arts realm. You're still doing your thing. You're still punching. You're kicking, slamming. I'm not going to say this right now, man. I'm going to put the hashtag to you here, Ty Emery. You're kind of hashtag you want to flip a bitch. Hashtag flip a bitch. That's you. As you written all over. <laughs> hashtag I want to flip a bitch. Hashtag I'm a flip a bitch in the face. No, hell yeah, dude. I've got to train every day. I have to be doing something active. I have to be, I have to get even get like a little patch of sun every single day. I'm a pretty uh, basic human. Like I love all my like simple, like just the simple simplicity of life. I love those sorts of things. Um, But I do have to train every day. I do have to do something. I get, yeah, I I have to do something a little bit aggressive and something a little bit violent. Well, (laughs) I love how you worded that. It's one of those things where, yeah, you know, I want to take a, take it in the sun to make a pop culture reference. You got a pocket pocket full of sunshine, Natasha Benningfield style. You know what I'm saying? And it's also one of those things where you get to kick ass at the same time. So you get to look good. You get to get yourself a nice little tan, fun in the sun, followed by some <laughs> ass kicking. I like your style. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you were very welcome. And I got to say this about you, man. Isn't it funny just to see how people, because we were talking about the interviews and you repping it, but also in those interviews, what's always very apparent is when we see you repping the brand, people always going to be like, what are you doing? Because you're trying to go from LFL to MMA. And then they, then they see those three key letters, the key components that are lingerie fighting championships. And they're looking at you like, what are you doing? Like, oh my God, how could you be doing this? Someone who wants to become an MMA fighter, you're doing LFC. And for me, I think that's wonderful. I compare you along with the likes of Cindy Dandois. I compare you with the likes of Mia Meow Ding out of Phuket. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, there's a lot of great people, international style, that want to get in it, like yourself. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I think my entire life, and this is probably started from when I was a little girl, I was always either told, stop acting like a boy, or why don't you act more like a girl? Or I was given, you act too girly. Oh, you act so posh. So you can never really win. And I think once you get over the fact that you can't win, um, I guess, an outside perspective and you're just acting yourself, I think that's where the true freedom kind of comes into play. Like there's no male, like nothing is just purely, you know, blue is for boys and pink is for girls. Like that's not the case and it never has been. And especially in today's world, that's definitely, like, life-changing. Um, so, it's, hey, even when I get into, like, LFL, okay, I'm coming from playing rugby union. I played rugby union in high school. I was a captain of the forwards and um, a captain of the team. So going from, you know, like, legit sports, like football, and then going into LFL, I was kind of given that, you know, you kind of given that stink eye because you're going into something that's, uh, I get, you know, a little revealing and it definitely shakes the, you know, shakes the foundations of a lot of people's, I guess, safety within, the, within themselves. But, you know, like when someone doesn't have heaps of confidence about themselves and they start comparing themselves to someone else beside them, they just start to become so super unhappy. Now, it's those super unhappy bitches <laughs> who go out into the world like a little pansy and, and just have to be so cruel to other people in, in their choices of stuff. Um, so, yeah, even going into LFL from normal football, I was kind of given that stink eye. And then to come from LFL and then wanting to transition into MMA, I was even then given the, the complete stink eye. So I could be walking in the gym because I've always trained in MMA gyms um, for that aggression with uh, for LFL. And I like the fast hands. Like That's why I did boxing because I like those fast hands um, as a linebacker. And I like the wrestling for, for tackling. So... When I literally within a week from transitioning from LFL into MMA, even then from walking into the gym, I had a completely different look. Before that, I was the cute LFL Australian girl, you know, like, oh, yeah, cool. She's coming in to train. And then going into MMA, I was I was laughed at like I was laughed at. I was probably laughed at just as much as when I decided at, you know, 17 that I wanted to be an electrician. It's the same thing thing um you I, you got to get over people laughing at you and you got to get over people judging you and for myself like I love being able to break that stereotype and in, in knowing that I can be super masculine and super feminine and I can be super aggressive and then I can cuddle and snuggle the shit out of you um so yeah I think it's funny uh being a part of the LFC and now it, I'm being laughed you know you, I, it's that same I, I don't know if it's want to be laughed at or pointed at or talked about. I don't, I don't know what you want to call that sort of energy, but like, yeah, going and do, wanting to do LFC at the same time as wanting to compete as a, as a mixed martial artist. Uh, yeah. It's given that same sort of thing where you're laughed at and people just need to remember that that's like, this is a representation of me. Like I always want to do things that make me feel like me and Sometimes that's wearing baggy clothes and looking like a tomboy, and other times that's completely getting dressed up with makeup and being and being an entertainer and and just feeling the energy of the crowd and the music and and the moves and the technique and kind of letting myself, you know, just feel life again. Like yeah, just feel bright and life and and just go crazy with it all. Uh, I I really do. I feel like the more that we've got athletes going into LFC, the more people can kind of change their perspective. Um, you know, I'm sure it's just closed-mindedness. And like I said, I feel like it's just someone's insecurities if they're instantly 
gonna look at the LFC and feel a little scared. You know, I guess it's the same when people look at going to the strippers and they get so angry that their boyfriends want to go to the strippers. But if they if they went to the strippers themselves, they'd probably realize they had such a good time. Um, <laughs> the human body's beautiful. <laughs> go to the strippers; they're fun. <laughs> On a side note here, I'll, I'll add to that. As someone who lives in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, the dollhouse is one of the hot spots for uh, the show. And I can say this because I'll be honest with you. you got, I've interviewed a couple people from the dollhouse, and they do nice events. They had a nice gentleman's club. It's a fine establishment for many years. You know what I'm saying? And then you get the, well, here's the thing. You get the entertainment aspect, the burlesque aspect with the, with the strippers, and then you also get some hot wings at, at, at the same time. Everybody dance, everybody sing, everybody have a chicken wings. I mean, all yeah. in all. <laughs> God damn! I need some chicken wings now. I You're love welcome. chicken wings. You're welcome. But yeah, What's no. What's your favorite chicken wing flavor? Ah, uh, man, I don't even care. Just give me a chicken wing. Give me some mild on it. I don't even care. It's chicken. As long as it's in my mouth, that's all. That's all. That's all that matters. That is a good answer. That's a good answer. How do you feel? Like, how do you feel? Um, I know you're. Well, you're like so supportive of. Um, of every woman who's wanting to like go into the LFC and, and you're so like admirable and love like like I guess just women getting after it but how do you feel like everyone's kind of looking at the scene of uh, why why do you feel like they they you can't be an MMA fighter and you can't do something like LFC so you're going to turn the table on me now here I'm supposed to be the host of this podcast but I'll answer that question <laughs> Look, uh, I'm gonna get my way, and this is how it's done. <laughs> no, you're like Daniel Stern. No, you're like Daniel Stern, Home Alone too. How do you know? Why, oh my, how the tables have turned. How do you like the ice kid? <laughs> I love that movie. I love it too. So, when it comes to that, like listening to you talk about cuddle and snuggle and everything that you just said so eloquently, there, it's one of those things where you look at the LFL, Lauren the Animal Fogel, prime example. A uh, lot of great work with the wrestling background, what she's done with LFC, transitioning with LFL. As far as that, I mean, controversy creates cash. It's the name of an Eric Bischoff book, and that's what he did for God's sake when he was going against WWF in the Monday Night Wars. Like, look. Well, what we do with the LFC, it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea, and that's all right. But if people want to transition, I'll use another LFL all-star here. Danielle Monet, who would later go on to be Summer in the WWE, an amazing talent in the LFL. She went to WWE, and she killed it. She was on the main roster. She was with a lot of top talents and had a lot of top storylines. Killed it in NXT. I mean, she's no longer with the WWE, but I got to say, during her tenure there, she did some great things and had some very memorable moments. So, I mean, if someone can transition from LFL to wrestling, go ahead. But from LFL to MMA, personally, I think that's all about it. It's really all about the athleticism. And even though you girls are just, you know, you look good, you look sexy, you look beautiful, there's also the athletics that go into it and it shows the overall physicality. MMA's physicality. It's like a human game of chess, you know what I'm saying? Systematic dissection, joint manipulation, working on the body parts. I think a lot of people could see that in the art form that is lingerie fighting championship LFC, but at the end of the day, it's all entertainment, and there's, you're not going to be. It's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. Like I'll be honest, I was a kid that used to get made up for watching professional wrestling, and a lot of kids get through this. You know what I'm saying? But as a kid, professional wrestling and music really was an escape for me. You know, to get away from anything that was depressing or very negative in one's lifetime and my overall being. So I think it was an escape for me. And I also look at it like this. I tease my best friend Steve Nicolfor all the time because he's a hockey fan. I've been to many hockey games with him, and I love him to death. But here's the thing. You can make fun of me for wrestling, but when's the last time that the Islanders won a Stanley Cup? When's the last time that the New York Islanders won the big one? And that was in the early 80s. So, I mean, you want to throw trash on me for liking wrestling. Your team hasn't even won the big one in over 30-plus years. I'm just saying. They suck. Make me want to up, Chuck. <laughs> Changed my mind. <laughs> Sit down. Try to change my mind about it. Not yeah, going to Not going to happen. But yeah, that's the thing. You know, people just need to, you know, really just understand. Like, people are going to like what you like. For me, LFC was that. I'm all about empowering women like yourself. And we have this discussion. I have it every time I do this show. And I love diving into it just because I hope it broadens people's minds, broadens their perspective, and opens up, you know, different horizons for people that want to pursue it. Now, you and I, even before we came on the air, we were talking about it. Katie the Bombshell Forbes, her first fight, main event at LFC 27, sexy nerdy 
Dirty Inkton Kirby, the girlfriend of Rob Van Dam, doing her thing on Impact Wrestling along with Rob Van Dam as a part of cancel culture. Uh, she was on Women of Wow Women of Wrestling, which is very Glow-esque because the gentleman behind Glow, Mr. David McLean, was the guy behind Wow Women of Wrestling. So you get to see her as Chloe Hertz with her male rats, the ring rats, which is absolutely hilarious. So, I mean, she's a talent from the wrestling standpoint. And then you have her coming into LFC. I think that's awesome. Adds another name and adds a lot of people that want to pursue it. And also local, too, because her and Rob Van Dam, I believe, live in Las Vegas. I mean, you have that commodity there that is Rob Van Dam from the wrestling scene. And then you have this up-and-comer and Katie Forbes who's doing her thing. It's a mix. And besides, so you can just say it right now, titties and bootays. Go ahead, Ty. <laughs> titties and bootays and violence. Yes. Titties, bootays and violence. TBV. Put that on the picture. <laughs> titties, bootays and violence. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Seriously. No, I think we've got some great characters coming into LFC. I loved like seeing how everyone kind of um is getting filtered in or finding their way there. Um yeah. No, but that's the thing, too, and I think that's what's great about it. I mean, you have people like, we mentioned Katie the Bombshell Forbes. We have a lot of people on the prospect side of things, and we're going to move you from that very soon when that happens. I know you don't want to be a prospect anymore. But, I mean, you look, <laughs> look well, you look at Ty, the Ty Emery's of the world. You look at the Michelle the Iron Empress Rangas. You look at Lynn McMillan, who's a boxer and doing her thing out of Toronto, Canada. Looks absolutely amazing and stunning. We have people like Domina Katarina. We have a lot of people that have been doing sessions work, and the sessions wrestling community coming into and the LFC, there's a lot of dynamics there. So there's a lot of people that just want to go in there and kick ass and take names. Personally, I love it. I think a lot of them are going to be showcased. So there's so many great prospects and people that really, I think it's just going to keep getting bright. We have the viewer prime deal, $3.99 a month. You know what I'm saying? The viewer subscription, go on viewer prime, watch the LFC seasons where we get to introduce a lot of great characters. Like your girl, who's a very prominent one in LFC on LFC Exposed, going at it with Cali Cat. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of memorable <laughs> moments with one Lauren the animal fogel on that show she's so entertaining during okay so my favorite season for lfl playing lfl was when i was in the las vegas sim and number one my like lauren made it so it was just fun because she's so herself and she just like some people can get so rubbed the wrong way but she's so eccentric i just love it i remember i was okay so i was like middle i think i was sitting in middle linebacker i was doing rover so behind middle linebacker in front of the safety so who's the strong safety lauren i remember going down and being ready ready to make the tackle and then i just feel these little bum pats on on my bum right behind me and i just remember thinking who who in their right mind is coming up behind me as we're about to play and they're having to tap my bum cheeks of course it was lauren of course it was lauren no shame no time like oh my gosh yeah and I think what's great about her is, like, she's coming off two great bouts with Jesse Toro Santos and Gypsy Top Shelf Bay. One of the integral parts, like, all the girls, but I think a lot of people don't realize Lauren is, like, again, when she comes out to Chris Jericho's lights go out by with Fozzie there, and I love that entrance, but with her, you can feel the energy, you feel the intensity. Like, I've seen those games with you and her, the Las Vegas Center. Personally, I love it. And then watching her dominate, she's just one of those girls that's very... I got to say this, besides yourself, very vibrant, very badass, and you guys just like to hurt people, which is going to make for an interesting dynamic and duo when that does happen in LFC. Oh, my gosh. Will you guys let us tag team? Uh, well, you know what it is about LFC? There is no tag team. <laughs> okay, hold on. Hold on, man. There is no today tag team. Today. <laughs> <laughs> you going to learn today. All right. Yeah, learn today. Easy there, Kevin Hart. You're a boss-ass bitch. We know this. We've touched upon this. You're a boss-ass bitch, <laughs> bitch, bitch. <laughs> anyway, back to you and the Animal Fogel tag teaming. Um, well, you guys could be on the same team together, the pink team. Oh, yay! So, I mean, like, there's a possibility. <laughs> well, okay, like, there's been instances where, like, listen, Serena Honeypunch Kyle and Holly the Lotus May are best friends, but they're on different teams. And that could happen in the future where two best friends could go at it. It could happen. Or it could also be that you two are on the same team. So the possibilities are endless, Miss Tyamory. Oh, I wonder how they're going to write this story. I'm excited. I hey, love man. this stuff. 
well, love it. Well, the story is writes itself right there. I mean, LFC 28, we're talking about Independence Day. We're talking about Jesse El Toro Santos picking up the victory over Lauren. You could avenge the loss. Jesse El Toro's Ty Emery. A lot of people want to see that. Yeah, people on Twitter are crazy. I, I, I stopped opening my Twitter for a long time until I would get started getting into the LFC just because the LFC fans, man, they get, their gift game is so funny. Their gift game and their little meme game is just, it really cracks me up. <laughs> it does, and I think what's great about it too is there, and here's what I say for doing the stuff that I do with the LFC social media front. You just see everybody that just loves it and appreciates it and respects it. And I think that's wonderful. And I mean, I was just having this conversation with my buddy Travis the Walker Anderson, who, by the way, said to send his love to you because he's a big fan and has nothing but love and respect for you. So, shout out to my boy Travis the Walker Anderson. Wanted to get shout out, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, Travis. <laughs> Hello, Travis. Okay, so when it comes to, you know, the fandom of LFC, there's a lot of people that love it. I mean, I was talking to my girl, Stephanie Ferrer, who's absolutely an amazing human being, uh, doing her thing with Muscle Sport Mag, writing the columns, you know, the sex and relationships column. She's just one that appreciates the overall femininity and the love and the overall appeal that is LFC. So you get a lot of great fandom and feedback from everybody. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I've been, yeah, I've been looking in with all the muscle mags too. I'm pretty sure I follow them on Twitter. Um, they're super su- supportive. See, it's so, it's, all it's going to take is time. I think right now we're, we're just like in this scary time where people are scared of just, I don't know. I don't know. This is, I kind of, people have been like this since Cleopatra's time, like. People want to express themselves, and yeah, it's just a matter of time before everybody kind of gets on board and either has a laugh with it or just lets it be. Oh, yeah, and it's one of those things where, you know, during this horrible time with the pandemic, and I'll be honest with you, I've lost a couple family members due to the coronavirus, but it's one of those things, man, where you got to try to stay positively proactive, and I think you mentioned Muscle Sport Magazine. That's also one of, one of the great elements that also encompasses LFC, the bodybuilding front, the fitness front. Everybody looking good, everybody staying in shape, ready to go for when they're needed to fight and put on a damn good show for everybody, so the fitness aspect helps a lot, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. By the way, I got to mention something to you as well, because what's great about what we do with LFC, and I got to thank one man and one man only, that is the man, the myth, the legend, that is Dazzy Dangerously, Dazzy Lee, who did a lot of great work with the logo for this show, which you guys can now check out the t-shirt, teespring.com, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, link will be in the description below, but man, the whole team from Sean, from Richard Ember, the photographer, LFC, I got to say something, we have a lot of great personnel, and I think a lot of people that go to these shows or get to meet a lot of great people and a lot of great fighters, so please, if you're in whatever area, whether it be the Las Vegas area, what have you, going in the future, attend an LFC event, because this one did. Man, I was telling you during the whole pandemic what was going on, and I was depressed. You sent me that whole thing with you and Lauren the Animal Fogel from your first event, LFC 26, and I about died. You made me laugh. I loved it. I went in there having no idea. I just thought, okay, cool. I'm going to support my strong safeties and, like, new venture. This is her away from football. She's no longer going to be saving my ass. Uh, let's go check it out. And then I was just dying. The guy, like, even down to the, the detail of the man, um, just like it. So this is the same as in Victor, because I went down, I went to Kansas and cornered um, Cheyenne Blissmas at the time, her for the Invictor, and they had a male, um, a male ring card girl. Oh, male ring card. Male, is it ring card boy? Whatever. Hold on. Hold on. The type. Oh. Ring card boy, ring card man. What's the ring, ring boy? Ring boy, ring boy. Ring boy. Ring boy. Ring boy. So I get there at the nerve bar, and then there's ring boys, and I lose it because that's. I just lose it. I've never seen that before. I just lose it. I Was he even a, in a G string? Because I'm going to lose it even more. <laughs> I believe he was. I mean, he's a ring boy. It's like the ring girls, but the ring boy, you know, you know, representing, man, representing, just walking around there. You know, who wears short shorts? He was wearing some, I'll tell you, and then some. He was definitely wearing some. <laughs> oh, but no, the show, it was just so much fun. And um, Lauren did, like, obviously I'm always going to be so super high energy when you're with your crew, but it was just such a fun night. I'm like, yeah. Obviously, we all got to hold on to the 
hold on to the live exposed, the live events. Oh, yes. And I think one of the things that's great about it, too, is um, when the, the car that she's talking about, folks, is LFC 26 Booty Camp she was at that featured Monica Flowerbaum Garcia and Ali Babydoll Parks with the Booty Camp chain on the line that was won by Ali Babydoll Parks. We saw the debut of Tomiko the Temptress Tajima against Shelly Aphrodite De Silva. We saw uh, Jenny Bloody Valentine against Jessica Segment Matera, which I'll be honest with you, this was the one that you went ape shit over because you saw an arm bar and everything being incorporated and encompassed in that, and you legit lost your shit. Yeah, that's where I lost my shit. All the ladies were amazing that night, like every single one of them. Um, there was no like wardrobe malfunctions. Everyone, like everyone, just looked like so super on it. So shout out to those ladies that night because that's the reason that, you know, I, I now want to be doing stuff with the LFC. So they put on a great show, put on a great package. I think that's also what I also was paid attention to detail with the LFL because I'll be honest, again, as a kid, and we've touched upon this before, but I'll reiterate this point here, like watching like the spectacle of the LFL and watching you ladies just kick ass and take names, like I'm entertained, I'm hooked. It's something that really catches one's eye. And I think that's really, that also what goes into it, that I love just the presentation of it. It's not just because we have badass fighters and stuff, but if you actually take into effect the overall, you know, just what everybody does and goes into it, it's, it's amazing spectacle for people, whether it be from the nerd bar or what have you, whatever venue, the, the seamless ultra at the rooftop for God's sake. So I mean there's so many great there's so many great avenues that we could do with it. And I just I'm excited like you are and I just can't wait. And I think uh I have to also mention this because we were touching upon this and I look forward to uh, working with you on this in the future. Man, we were talking about Dazzy Lee, the man who did the Beauty, Strength, and Dominance logo for this podcast. Now, another podcast I do is called the Max Wrestling Podcast, and I was telling you we do a lot of promo competitions. And for people that want to see some fun promos, go over to Max Wrestling UK and subscribe to Max Wrestling Podcast. But here's where the LFC tie-ins come in. Because I used to love an LFC when the girls used to do the promos for the upcoming LFC Expo shows because it just, you know, it really encompasses that. It's like when Maurice, when she used to welcome us back to Friday Night Smackdown in the hot tub, you got the sexy girl, and it makes you really <laughs> well, it makes you really inclined to like, hey man, I gotta tune into some LFC Exposed. Hey man, let's tune into some Friday Night Smackdown. It hooks you. And I think I lose to love when the girls did a lot of the promo codes and just the overall the promos for the LFC Exposed, which are all on the LFC YouTube. But going into Dazzy Lee with the promos, the artistic expression that we have with the promos, we got a promo bowl coming up, and I was talking about this, and this is something that you were kind of interested in. Yeah, I'll jump in. I, I love doing everything. I love uh, jumping in and saying yes and lending a hand or just giving it a go. I think, I don't know, I think the more you kind of do, uh, yeah, the more you, you, the more you do, the, more you, the better you get. Of course, and I think what's great about it, too, is for those that want to go and see an old promo that Ty was in, she was in my promo against the shape that we did from X Wrestling and Promo Media, just Ty saying madness and laughing like, okay, first and foremost, that's just your natural laugh. I'm going to say that right now. Your laugh, it's a very infectious laugh, and you could say it sounds like, <laughs> like you know what I, I'm saying? This laugh is like a hyena, a witch, or yeah. some ghoul. I don't know. It's a, it's a definitely a very real laugh. You know what it is? Infectious sounds nice. Infectious is the nicest thing you can do. You know what it is, Ty? I don't mean to cut you off. You know what it is, Ty? It's the I'm going to get you my little pretty laugh and your little dog, too. That's what it is. That's what it is. Oh, my God. Can I be green? Because I'm down. (laughs) I'm down to be a witch. Hey, man. Okay, well, oh, well, you just made your next costume then, man. If, if you go LFC, there's a Halloween. There's uh, might be some more Halloween costume brawls. If it's in Halloween, why don't you come as a witch, man? Please, coronavirus be gone by the time it's Halloween. That's my favorite holiday. Okay, now, hold on. Is it because of the candy, or is it just the overall the Day of the Dead theme? No, it's all of it. I love everything about it. I love creepiness, weirdness. Um, all the horror movies. I just love it's it's its own little culture. And I think like being I was so being in America for the last couple of years, it was cool even just to see it evolve over a four to five year period. Um, each year I kind of chose something. So one year I handed out candy. The next year, um, the next year, what did I do? Next year I went to my uh, a house party. Like each year I kind of chose something different to do just so I could, you know, really take it all in. This year, last year, I was meant to go trick or treating, but that didn't happen. 
Okay, here's the thing. So when I was a kid for Halloween, I, I you know, I appreciated the Day of the Dead stuff, too. I was like the creepiness. And for me, it was all about Disney Channel, watching those Halloween-esque episodes like Even Stevens, which I can't believe just turned 20 years old, and Lizzie McGuire with Hillary Duff the whole nine, right? So I remember as a kid, because I was such a Jeff Hardy fan, I spray-painted my hair green. There was one year I was a I was a clown. <laughs> there was one year I was a clown when I was like very young, and my mom painted my face up and made me look like a clown. And there was one year where I was the professional wrestler of the Hurricane. I had the Hurra mask. I had the cape on, looking like a superhero running around, waiting to save the day, like Mighty Mouse. Here I come to save the day. So I mean, it's one. Of- it's one of those things where you get to have your imagination and express yourself during Halloween. You know, besides the goody treats of the candies. Exactly. Maybe we need Halloween every day, just so everyone can feel that they can express that, you know, their hidden self or their shadow self. Maybe people would be less angry if they got to express themselves uh, genuinely. Of course. Just walk out and you say, what's your costume? I'm just being me. Just walking around in your underwear. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just going loose, letting loose. You know what I'm saying? Letting loose. Act as if you're in your living room, mate. Yes. Exactly. Well, first and foremost, this is coming from two people who, in their own right, your, yourself and myself, are very much homebodies. So we're, we pretty much act like we're what we wear, like we're in our living room all the time, pretty much, you know? That's true. Okay, what about the extroverts? They're like, righto, guys. Well, we're not as boring as you. And I'm first, like, look, the, saf- the safety of my home and my living room is amazing. Shut up. Well, and then also you get to do creative stuff when you're at home. And again, with the positively proactive, a lot of people create home gyms during this pandemic. But here's the thing about being a homebody. That doesn't mean you're lame. It just means, you know, I I like to keep to myself. I like to go home. I like to have fun. Maybe watch some TV, catch up on stuff, maybe meditate, go to sleep, whatever the hell you do. But if you're a homebody, you're a homebody. I'll be honest with you. I got the video game system next to me. I got a couple of nostalgia video games on here. I got my DVD player and I'm set. I'm good. I'm good for the night, Ty. So, I mean, hey, you can't go with a lot of good stuff. I have snacks. I have water. And then, yeah, I've got a gym right outside my window. So, I am a homebody. My life goes from either being completely wanting to be at home or it's some, oh, my gosh, it's like some A-list bloody event or it's a fight or it's a football game. My life is only at the two, uh, like, two ends of the sine wave. <laughs> See, well, that's not bad, though, too, because, I mean, I'm excuse me, Miss A-list celebrity over here. I'm going to go to an A-list event. I'm going to go to a football event. How about a fight? I was like, Just- bro, I'm like a Z. Come on. Let, let's not say I, I said I have to go to the A. Go to the A. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, man. I mean, I'll be honest with you, man. You know, that's some bougie stuff right there. I was about to say champagne wishes, caviar dreams, Ty Emery. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, I don't like caviar. Well, Robin Leach, man. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. It's not just a good Charlotte album. You know what I'm saying? Champagne Wishes, Caviar Dreams. That's what he used That's to say. True. That's true. I have been listening to that song, so maybe it's preparing myself. Lifestyles <laughs> of the Rich and the Famous. They're always complaining. Yes. <laughs> Everyone's a winger. <laughs> Everyone's a winger. Yep. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, I think that's what's great, though, too, man, because we get to see, well, well, the fame with you, because I'll be honest with you, if you want to see some badass shots, it's either you partying or you just being on the beach or you just having fun. There's been some a lot of great events that you posted in your Instagram story as well that have just been absolutely good. Dancing at the night to see your dance moves, man. You dancing, doing the damn thing. (laughs) Doing the things. Yeah, that's why I think I like that balance for myself. Um. Because I do, I, I really just kind of get in a, a weird zone where I have to, like, I have to work out, I have to get my patch of sun, I have to sweat, I have to be doing something towards my goals, I have, you know, or I'm re- always alone, or I'm going for walks, going to the beach. Yeah, like, I, I keep my life pretty simple. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, somehow um, the universe wants me to go and, you know, I'm really blessed and get to do all this crazy <laughs> just this crazy lifestyle that I guess is of the rich and the famous. Um, I never really think about it like that. And I think I, um, I guess that's, what's that mean? I'm super privileged or uh, maybe you're it's just become man. the norm. No, you're it's not humble. until other people have, uh, you know, they're like, oh my God, I'd kill to do that. And you just get to do it. And then I realize I'm like, man, I'm so blessed. I better work hard. <laughs> I better keep working hard so that I can, you know, keep having these blessings of, uh, you know, 
getting to go to a show where it's the last ever Andre 3000 um, with the with the Dungeon family and the Outcast and you know Rolling Stone taking pictures of us or going to a Maxim event, a Maxim Hottest Hundred event in America or an NFL team. Man, there's just so much like available out there, um, and that's all been through. Oh, you know, that's all just come from being a part of the LFL and then doing MMA and, you know, now LFC. People see those hard work. They see people kind of uh, jumping into a different sort of life. And I guess that makes you a magnet in yourself. Oh, yeah. And also, I'm going to say first and foremost, shake it like a Polaroid pitch. Uh, come on, shake it. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> I think what's great about you, too, is you're humble, man. You're, you're humble. You, you know what I'm saying? You're not. A, you're not. I'll be honest with you. I get joke and say cap, champagne wishes, caviar, dreams, and lifestyles of the rich and famous. But you're humble at the end of the day. I'll be honest. You're just like, yeah, I'm going to go work out over here. And maybe I'm going to go to this event. Maybe I'm maybe I'll go over here. But still, you're humble. You're still on the grind. That's how I kind of equate it with my podcast, man, because I've been doing this for five years. People thought, you know, hey, oh, all he does is podcast. No, it's the grind. You know what I'm saying? You it's do your shoot grind. job. It's the grind. You do your shoot. I do my shoot job. I do LFC. I do the podcasting. You know, but that's great because you know that's going towards some stuff. And it, it could take five years. It doesn't matter how long the journey is. You're just going along for the ride. You're going along for this journey because God has a plan for all of us. Not to take it down the yeah. spiritual route, but He does. God has a plan for all of us, right? Hey, it can take you like five years and twenty three days to have that one day that can change your life. Exactly. And and that's the truth. People like. We just see that finished product, but there is so much that can go behind anything that, you know, means anything. Um, yeah, you just need that one day, like, hell, even just a moment and, and having that belief and that, like, I mean, pure belief, like, get goosebumps, fill your body with energy, fill your body with everything, uh, clear your mind, and, like, it really does. It just takes that one day. It does. And I think for me, what's gotten me for where I am from 2015 to now is I think there's going to be some bumps in the road. And I obviously, you know, this as well. It's bumps in the road, whatever endeavor you do, whether it be fighting, whether it be LFL, what have you, there's going to be bumps in the road. There's going to be naysayers, but you have to rise above those obstacles. You know what I'm saying? Because you kind of have to tune out the bad energy, kind of do away with the bad energy. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, people are, you know what it is too. And like you, we talked about the humble factor. If people want your help or ask a question, just, you know, answer the question, give them the best advice you can because it helps them and it helps you because you could adhere to your own advice, you know? Yeah. I think you give the best advice when it's something for yourself as well. I feel like that's when, yeah, I feel like you just kind of start to channel everything like a conduit and most of the time, yeah, you're just, you're speaking to yourself just as much as you're giving that sort of advice. Of course. And for me, like speaking of advice, before we even got onto the show, we were doing what we were doing. We laugh as we do. We laugh. And I'll be honest with you, this is the second attempt of recording this folks because I had hit record before <laughs> on the Skype and I started laughing. I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute. I know. I, I can't be laughing. Yes. So the show. what he is saying is I am very, very funny. You are. I'll admit that. I'll be honest with you. Well, here's the thing, people. We got this vibrancy, but watch her do interviews. Very eloquently, very, very well spoken. You just, you got that smile. You're good. You know what I'm saying, man? You're good. And that's what I'm saying. That's what makes a great guest is Miss Ty Emery. I'll tell you that all day, every day. So my <laughs> my Aussie friend there, my Miss Aussie friend there, whether, oh, my God. All right, we're going to just say this right now. Go back to the episode of the Pop Culture History Podcast there with Jack Frost where you can hear Ty talk about, you know, her Christmas story moment with the uh, with the tongue on the fridge. <laughs> Look, that's for another podcast. We're on the LFC one right now. <laughs> okay, excuse me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying so people can speak it out. All right, but anyways, besides yeah. that, well, no, but you do a lot of great things, and I think what a lot of people can listen to when it comes to adhering to your words is we got a woman here like yourself, and I'm going to be honest, I want to see you go against the likes of Katie the Bombshell Forbes. I want to see you go against Jesse. I want to see you go against Jolene. I want to see you go against whoever LFC puts in front of you. So it's one of those things where we are in a time with LFC where a lot of people are interested in it. They want to do it, but take the shit seriously because it is no joke. It's not just lingerie. It's not just rolling around. It is some serious business. Dare I say business. You know what I'm saying? Business. Business. The fight business is always in the business. Yes. And also just gives you more of an excuse to say tetes and boo. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to make a cake with that thing on it. 
Oh, God, I can't. Here's what you got to do. If you're ever in the States and it's around April, my birthday, and I'm going to say this right now, if it's either one of our birthdays and you're here in the States, you just got to have happy birthday and just have a picture and just write tit, the other side, tays, just in the cake. (laughs) All you're doing, all you're doing is enabling me. I'm just going to make, I'm purposely just going to get Mina and uh, Kruda and just allow it to. Okay. Well, hold on. Evolve. <laughs> Allow well, the creepiness of my personality to evolve. Well, well hold on here, Miss Creepy Personality here. Um, we'll look at the old saying for okay for breast cancer. Now, my grandmother was a breast cancer survivor. Now, remember what they used to have for the saying for the uh, for Breast Cancer Awareness Month? Besides, you know, the whole season Susan G. Coma and really helping out for breast cancer and donating to the cause. Do you remember what one of the um uh, sayings was for Breast Cancer Awareness Month? Uh, no. Save the tatas. Save the tatas. Oh, I do remember that. I'm pretty sure I probably just would have been saying it without realizing yes. that we were actually doing it for breast cancer. I, I do. I'm a big supporter of that. Um, one of my uh, mates, his mom went through breast cancer. So that was a, a, a grueling two years uh, that me and the fam- their family had to go, kind of go through. Uh, she's completely recovered now, but. Yeah, good. get your get your tatas checked. Get your titties checked. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean it's like it's kind of like uh, friggin' Sir Mixalot put him on the glass. You know what I'm saying? For those that remember that when Sir Mixalot first came out, with baby got back, and then <laughs> then he tried to follow it up with put it on the glass. You know, and then it went nowhere. Oh damn. So, yeah, put them on the glass with Sir Mix-a-Lot. But, no, it's, it's one of those things where, and we were talking about our love, and we were talking about this before, and the love for the tetes and the mission. And here's where this comes in. I'm actually glad that you brought that up before we went on air here. It's one of those things where you have the voluptuosity factor that I always try to, you know, talk about when it comes to this show, when it comes to the ladies in LFC. Like, you know, beautiful breasts, the whole nine, just beautiful women regardless and for me and also you know you can be a breast man you can be a butt man but there's still there's a physical appeal there's a sexual appeal and it really just shows a you know a lot of badassery all in all so yes our love for the titties and the booties i mean booty 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 rocking everywhere it's all beauty and it's the physical appeal you know what i'm saying yeah exactly each one of the women they express themselves and every single one of them looks different and they're all big in places small in places bouncy in places um, but each one of them are 100% beautiful, A-grade quality woman meat. Uh, and I love that about LSC. There's no body shaming. There's no one size fits all. There's this, you should look like this. Uh, this is the uniform you need to put on. I love that, you know, each woman goes out there with her already body and it's, and it's loved on and it's cheered for. That's exactly my feelings because it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, so the girl's curvy. So what? Like, we got some curvy girls. We got some big girls. We got some tall girls. We got the whole nine. I think it's, I love the variety aspect, too. And for me, it just goes back to me as a kid and, I guess, my overall, you know, preferences and girls. Really, for me, here's the funny part about it. Because you hear as, as a kid, and I'll be honest with you, the locker room talk, I'm a guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like all these guys that just, you know do what they do and just want to get in girls pants i was not that type of guy i was one of the guys where i just like i appreciated women again like we mentioned for the work of art that they are so it's one of those things where you have a lot of girls here and i didn't care if you were big small what have you it didn't matter to me orient you know freaking ethnicity what have you no it's one of those things if you want to come my way and talk to me and and want to go out i'm all about it just have, let's have some food you know what it is? Dinner and a movie. It's 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 the ladies. Date night. He is single. Drop in a DM. Slide, slide on through. Slide on. <laughs> slide into the DMs. Slide on through to my man's DMs. He's a good guy. He'll every day give you compliments. <laughs> Thanks. Thank. Thank you. All right. He'll Thanks. Make you feel loved. Oh no! I mean that's the truth. I'm just trying to say, like, when you when you look at it like that, like I didn't care who came my way. And I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of great girls out there. It doesn't matter the size, what have you. So I mean, if you want to come my way or come anybody's way, I think <laughs> not to promote myself because my wing woman over here is trying to like ever have everybody slide into my DMs. But it's very <laughs> I'm trying to be serious for a second. If I can be serious for a minute here, Miss Thiamory, you know that's what I also appreciate about it, the unique factor, because it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, that's how I always thought. And I'll be honest with you, there's a lot of crude crude, uh, kids out there and cruel kids that used to look at me and like, Mike, come on, what are you doing talking to her? I like her. She's nice. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't care. You know what I'm saying? So what? She's a big girl. God bless her. I like her. Doesn't matter to me. I, I noticed. I was the same way. I used to, when I was in school, I liked the kids with braces, which you weren't meant to like kids with braces. Ah, uh, yes, and the I nerd usually, factor. Yep. I usually kind of liked the nerdy, like, obviously, I, I'm a bit of a nerd, but um, I kind of like those nerdy guys. <laughs> Every guy becomes a nerd. Uh, well, maybe not all. Uh, look, yeah. Skip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. All right. So the guys with braces. Well, first and foremost, as a fellow nerd on this show here, I get that. And I'll be honest with you, as, as for guys, like we kind of like the I'm going to say it right now. Well, we, we've talked just upon the Britney Spears and baby one more time. But if, if a girl wants to look like a bookworm and kind of have like that librarian type look of it, we, we like that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's our guys like role play, you know, dress up as like a librarian, the whole nine. Just just have fun with it. You know, we like our little nerdiness, too. So it happens, you know. <laughs> Look, life's too short to pretend like you don't like freaky shit, okay? Well, first and foremost, okay, now we're going into something different, but this could kind of tie <laughs> something here. Okay, see, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> we're we're going to talk about this here because, you know, you and you want to talk about creepy shit. Okay, so <laughs> people have their preferences and, and people are unique, but it's one of those things where you can like everybody is very eccentric in their own ways. You know what I'm saying? Very eclectic in their own ways. You, the, people can like some stuff that's either unique or there can be stuff that's weird. As long as you don't cross a certain line of weirdom, I mean, you're okay. You know what I'm saying? Look, we all know what's the weirdo line and where's the no no go zone. Okay. No no go zone. Did you just come up with that on the fly? Hell yeah, I did. That's my best stuff. <laughs> my best work is when it's on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> The no- Honestly, I, I I just love saying like uh, throwing in a little fetish stuff because uh, I feel like your words per minute increases and I enjoy getting a little little ruffle out of you, mate. Ah, it's okay. I'll be honest with you. We're both two two people that like to talk, but yeah, no, though that's the thing too with fetishes and stuff because I mean, look at Domina Caterina, one of the prospects. She's a dominatrix in her own right. Gets some whips, the whole nine there, and she's a beautiful human being and she does a lot of great work on that aspect. So hey, people, people get so stuck on the mask and and I think that's the same like leading back to why people are looking at me funny for wanting to do MMA and LFC but little did they know that it was actually Misha Tate who was holding the 135 pound UFC women's division belt who actually was the person to say Ty I think this is the sport for you so it's crazy that you know like people can look at these masks and and get so like hey why you look like this you shouldn't want to fight and and be a martial artist or you shouldn't want to play football and tackle people. And then as an electric, you know, I'm an electrician and a thermographer as well. And I remember being on a job site and someone being like, you don't want to be a model, do you? So it doesn't, you know, like everything's just so comes hand in hand and people can get so lost in these masks when they're really, it's just a big meaty, like fleshy spaceship that we're all walking around in. Yeah, and it's like when the when Ashley Graham came on the cover, I believe it was Maxim or one of those magazines. I'm like, as a, she's a plus size model, she's a beautiful model. Why are we like going over this? Oh, because it's not the typical you know model that you see. And I'll be honest with you, we've talked, we've touched upon this. You've had a great modeling career. I'll be honest with you, there's not a bad photo of Miss Ty Emery out there on the internet. There's always something that really encompasses and really draws and generates to the photo that really encompasses your beauty, and I truly mean that. So you will never, I never see you have a bad photo. I've never seen there's a lot of girls that don't have bad photos but i gotta say this right now from the modeling aspect i love it because we get to see a lot of different shapes and sizes in the modeling aspect which i think is very cool and i'll be honest with you when i was a kid and my dad used to give me all those maxim you know magazines as a kid you know what i'm saying because he knew you know i'm a guy uh, you know maxim hello and again not to get not to go that route but still i mean the sexual appeal the physical appeal but it's one of those things where it's like there's some beautiful girls in there and there's also there's great articles that you get to learn about the girls so yeah that's where I'm going with that front. But yes, exactly. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Everyone, please make sure that you read the articles on how to please the woman. <laughs> <laughs> please reread that twice. <laughs> yep, please. But no, I mean, I think that's great. And for me, like, and, and true, like, that's the thing about you. And here's what I like about it. 
variety. And we talk about, like, there's a saying, jack of all trades. I kind of flipped it with the Jill of all trades. Like, you could do modeling. You could be an electrician. You could do what have you. It doesn't matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're living your life. And every new job, every new thing is an experience. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you live and you learn from each and every one. But it really just shows your overall talents, your skills that kills. Replace the S with a Z, Miss Ty Emery. So, it really just showcases your overall being. I think it shows that I, I'll just jump into anything and give it a go. Hey, I mean, hey, they're right there. Look at what you just said. You want to give it a go. All you got to add is the gitchy, gitchy, ya, ya, data. Free your lady marmalade <laughs> timer. <laughs> I remember thinking that when I was going from football into MMA because I've been a football player my entire life. And I remember thinking, oh, but can I fight? Like, oh, this is going to be, oh, this is going to be different. And then when when I got into it, I just remember feeling like that was just the best you know I felt so much more myself and then I started just chasing that feeling that feeling of like home within myself so whenever I can do something and if it just you know flows so naturally then I just keep going towards it I feel like we're meant to align like ambition and natural talent um you know with our own dedication and hard work course and i mean with podcasting too as well it's not just you know you talk there's editing there's everything that goes into it i mean and pretty much any endeavor that we have in this thing called life so i mean from your martial arts standpoint as well i mean the kicks the strikes you really get to you know that's i think what's also great about you and i think a lot of people don't realize like the intelligence that you have is like just so immense you know what i'm saying i truly mean this because you are an intelligent intelligent son of a gun because like the way that you can break down a people's opponent you know bodies and just go in there and do what you do like there's an art there's a science to that and i think it really shows the intelligence aspect of yourself this time right to put that uh at front i'm like wow you think i'm smart no <laughs> thank you no i i love the human body i think that's you know <sighs> You're right. I love. I just love the human body. I love being able to look at someone and figuring out their like mechanical functions. And not that's the most exciting part about a fight is because you know usually you don't know this person, so you've got to kind of do all of that reading on the fly, which makes it like ever more exciting. Um, I know for me, like before the fights, I just I like to think to myself, okay, I'm back. I'm a Maori warrior. I'm walking my land, and hold up, someone's on my land. And now they're trying to kill me, but it's go time. <laughs> and I think that, you know, just from there, you can, you can read a lot um, through people um, in their personalities, especially in fighting. It's, um, I think it's the most rawest, you know, rawest way to see someone too. Now, I got to say that that's something for the LFC ladies, man, because knowing that mindset, that's terrifying. I'm just going to say that right now. That's terrifying. Like, just going into a fight and you just, you know, studying. You know what you're doing? You're mean mugging, shoulder shrugging, and eyeballing. That's what you're doing. That's all of that all <laughs> into one is what you're doing. Eyeballing, mean mugging, shoulder shrugging. To quote Ludacris, you're dropping bows on them. You're dropping bows on them. Through them bows. That's what you're doing. <laughs> oh, oh, you got it, mate. You already know. <laughs> Y'all hey, know. Yeah, I can put it to blunt terms when you're talking about I love the human body the whole night. I see what you're doing there. You just want to slap them. You just want to kick them. You are like scary movie. And again, this is what we do. We incorporate some pop culture elements here. You want to smash. You want to bash. Put a hole in your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, son. <laughs> That's the illest rom I ever heard, son. Yep, exactly. You know what's up. <laughs> what oh, I think. man. But yeah, that's that's the beauty part about it, man. We have a lot to look forward to with that. Your fights, I can't wait to see you back in MMA. I can't wait to see an LFC. But that's the beauty of it, man. Like, you're always on the grind, and that's why I love and that's why I respect you. And we get to do these shows to entertain the people and just show our nerdiness and our nuttiness and the fact that now you're making me hungry with chicken wings and, and chocolate now that we were talking about Halloween before in the show. And like, I need to go get me some chicken, too. Chicken wing. All right, here's the thing. Like, from us here in... Well, again, the South, we have, there's many fried chicken, not the General's Fried Chicken from Undercover Brother. General's Fried Chicken, it's butt kicking. Hey, hey, Jen. So it's <laughs> <laughs> but you, you have, you know, your, your Chick-fil-A's, you, got, you can go to McDonald's and get you some chicken McNuggets. There's some Maryland Fried Chicken. You get a lot of chicken, chicken, you know what I'm saying? Get you that chicken, chicken strips, chicken nuggets, just pure chicken. 
In Thailand, they sell it on the sides of the roads, almost everywhere. They've got barbecue chicken on skewers. Um, they've got raw chicken, chicken in soup, like you name it. Chicken is everywhere. Sometimes even live chickens. I went down one place. It was a little bit uh, definitely third world um, where everyone was kind of on stilts and there was chickens running around. And then there was just this lady frying chicken wings out of nowhere. And I just thought, that's she, she, like, this is definitely just one of these dirty chickens that's just running around, like, around here in Thailand. But, um, yeah, the chicken, it was amazing. It was, like, it was this, must have been some secret recipe batter or crumbling. And, yeah, that deep fried chicken wing from some street corner in Thailand was the best. I'm going to say this right now because you're setting yourself up for a dirty joke here. Okay. Dirty chickens, dirty roosters, dirty cocks. Another name, dirty chicken, dirty cocks is what you're saying there, Miss Timer. There was dirty cocks everywhere in Thailand. <laughs> Figuratively and unfiguratively. <laughs> hey, you set yourself up for that one. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think I set myself up all the time for stuff like that. And then I feel like things that I say gets lost. And people are so busy, like, laughing at the sexual innuendo, which I miss out on to actually understand the sexual innuendo. So I'm still going on with exactly what I'm thinking I'm talking about and the discussion is about while this person in front of me is just too busy laughing at the sexual innuendos all the time. It, America was the worst for it. I've got to say that. America was the worst for it, especially when I was trying to help people do yoga stretching. That what? was the worst. Wait a minute. Okay, I got, I got to hear this story. I didn't know this. Oh, well, I was at the USCPI and I was just teaching just certain certain yoga stretches um, and mobility stretches that, you know, I'd done from my accreditation. I'm a registered yoga teacher um, and then obviously playing sport my whole life and then doing doing the fighting, especially in that first 12 months, like going into more wrestling and the stingers that I was getting. I just I really wanted to pass on in, it was Brian Carraway's camp, actually. I was working in Brian Carraway's camp. He brought me on as a recovery coach to go through yoga stretching and um, recovery work with him. And um, I remember doing this one stretch on the wall and it helps to, uh, like, helps with your arms, helps open the back up where, okay, I'm facing a wall. I'm about two steps um, in front of it. And then you lean your entire chest. So your booty is sticking out and then you lie with your arms above your head and your chin will be looking up to the sky. And then that means that your entire chest is then on the wall. If that, if everyone can kind of see a visual. So you're leaning into a wall. Now this didn't go down very well because it's obviously people were thinking of either sexually pushing someone against a wall, but yeah, that was one of the stretches that just, did not go down like no one I just got a bunch of laughter so uh, oh well so as an American what do you do, <laughs> what do, you do? they're like athletes that are full full of testosterone I, I'm sure it didn't even take a stretch for them to get to that point so as an American I can attest we would probably lose our shits and you we wouldn't even listen to whatever you had to say after that we were just thinking we would be thinking about that visual and the whole nine so i'm right there with you on that yeah i I couldn't eat fruit i couldn't eat fruit around training partners i couldn't um eat ice creams or lollipops around americans either um man after a while it was just like nothing I, i I was like, nothing I can do can be seen as PG. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 <laughs> this is a PG moment. <laughs> well, it's one of those things too when you look at lollipop. But really again, pop culture reference: Little Wayne of you know Cash Money Millionaires, big timers, the whole nine. Little Wayne had the infamous song "Lick It Like a Lollipop, Lollipop." So I mean, hey, you can't be around lollipops, lollipop. Ooh, lolly, lolly, lolly. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where... But what about us people who just love lollipops and love the sensation of things in our mouths? Oh, that's bad too. Hey, <laughs> the sensation is in our mouths. Damn it! See? So see what happens? What about us food lovers who just love things in our mouths? God. <laughs> well, there is food porn when it comes to social media because everybody has to take a picture of their food, which I'll be honest with you, when that started in social media, I was like, 
I, I just want to eat my food. Do I really have to take a picture of this chicken parmesan that I'm eating right now? Like, I get it. It's a great meal, but I've never understood that. Like, okay, I'm having chicken parm for dinner. Why does the entire world need to know that I'm having chicken parm for dinner? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, hey, maybe you just made the shit out of this chicken parma. And you're like, man, motherfucker got to see this chicken parm. They got to see it. <laughs> they got to know. They got to know. <laughs> I really, I think I, re- I share food. Hey, I've, I've shared almost everything. I can't, uh, I get so like lost thinking, what do people even care about wanting to see like what I do? Like, I don't fucking know, but I will always share uh, Eat Clean Bros meals that I get because I, those guys are amazing. Um, I was so lucky. I got to help one of my friends. They, during COVID had lost their job. They were uh, about, they just got signed with Glory Kickboxing. And I was able to give all of my old credits from Eat Clean Bro because they're a sponsor of mine. Um, and then also give them a $150 voucher. And it was amazing just to hear their feedback from being able to eat amazing food. So maybe more people should just share their food if they really feel like their food's giving them the nutritional energy <laughs> so we can help people. <laughs> See, I can rock with that because, again, it is sponsorships and it just it's good eating. It's it's clean food. You know what I'm saying? It's good. It's good for the soul. It's like chicken soup for the soul, you know? Agreed. Yes. Now I want chicken soup. Man, i got to go out and find me a chicken. <laughs> hey, man, here in the States, man, chicken noodle-o's, Campbell's chicken noodle-o's, get you some of that, some stars up in there. That's some good shit. Used to eat those yeah. all the time. I, I like the Star Wars noodle-o's. You can not. Ah, uh, all right. See, I like that. I like that too. All right. See, now you're speaking my language. Star Wars. <laughs> I, yep. I take your noodles and I level up. You do. You do. Yes, the Star Wars noodles. Oh my goodness. But yeah, no, those are just good times. You know what I'm saying? Just eating like those soup. There's so many good stuff really in the states. There's some bad crap too. You know what I'm saying? Like we were talking about this on pop culture. We'll say it here. The Zimas. For like like light vodka or whatever the hell it was from the nineties, like you know what I'm gonna say. We said it. There's pussy drinks, you know what I'm saying from the nineties. They tried to make a comeback, didn't happen because they sucked. So I mean, hey, fucking Zimas, fucking Zimas, fucking <laughs> Zimas. So, but yeah, no, that's that's one of the things. That's what I love. I love, I guess, from being on this planet for 28 years. You know, just getting to see a lot of the great foods and everything that comes into it. I also get to try some new stuff too because I see the healthy stuff that you get and a lot of people get. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. You know what I'm saying? You know, get my appetite up with um, some healthy stuff, too, because Lord knows I need it. So I, I, I totally respect that. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, man. So before we close this out, I got to say, because like I said, this is what we do. We shoot the breeze, some LFC, talk about chicken noodles, talk about a whole lot of and yoga positions that are very inappropriate, which, again... <laughs> I love it but so much. They can save your body and soul, people. <laughs> hey. Think about the sexual innuendo after you've finished the position and healed your body. <laughs> See, I could have said something after you said after you finished the position. Because again, there's some innuendos <laughs> there. I got nothing. You got nothing. Okay. I mean, after the position went. <laughs> All right, never mind. I'm not going there because this will get off into something else. I want to buy a valve. <laughs> <laughs> you like to solve the puzzle? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I think that's what's great about doing this show. I always love having you as a guest because you're always a very fun guest, and we also get to shoot the breeze on a whole lot of things. And I got to say this right now, and I think a lot of people listening to the show would agree with me. We can't wait to see an LFC. I can't wait to see what you keep doing. And Ty, I'm I just got to say I love you, man. Thank you. I love you too, dude. Thank you. I'm excited. And I'm just as excited as everyone else to see what the F I end up bloody doing. Because I'll tell you one thing, I've had certain set plans from, hell, even when it was LFL or being an electrician or modeling or now MMA or coming to Thailand and doing Muay Thai fights. Like I most of the time have no idea what I'm doing. I know I have this end picture of, wanting to be an entertainer and wanting to be the best competitor and stepping into my true warrior self um, and just literally being a sicko like every day of my life. I just want to be happy, you know, Um, but it's everything else where I have to let go of the steering wheel and just know that, you know, I have to go with the flow with it. I'm like right now I was meant to be back in America um, and doing stuff with LFC. Um, 
but you know the the world had different plans so I think all of us just need to focus on what we can control uh know that you know what our goals were was are still going to come around and no doubt they're probably going to come around even better I feel like this time um I know for myself I've just been working on myself as a fighter I'm I'm excited to show that in the LFC and I'm excited to show that in the MMA world um, I think there's going to be a whole new ball of talents coming in. And I think that's like, that's what the world needs. I think the world needs a, a few new characters, ones that can, you know, rock the boat, but rock the boat in the right way. And don't tip the boat over, rock the boat. Oh no. If someone's going to try and tip my boat, they better believe that I'm going to sink that bitch with them in it. Those be fighting words. I love that. I like that. See? Okay, here's the thing. Because we got this promo bowl coming up, and like I mentioned, we're going to do some promos. That's a promo in itself. You're going to tip the sink the ship? That's great. You got the gift of gab. Oh, really? Because in my head, I was just holding on to them, drowning them with me in the boat, and I felt that was really violent. <laughs> I got a big smile on my face. I, will. <laughs> I was like, uh... Maybe we shouldn't have expressed that. <laughs> this is why you have no friends, Ty. <laughs> hey, you got a friend in me there. So oh, I know, Barry. Oh, jeez. Miss, I have no friends over here. You stop that. Shush. Anyway. No, I, do have... <laughs> I do. Okay, I'm not. That wasn't a trying to. I was about to was say. Just... Ah, everyone. <laughs> everyone cues to roll eyes at Ty Emery now. Yep. <laughs> But anyway, okay. One other thing I got to mention before I have you plug the social media is because any, everything that's encompassed with LFC from the reality shows, from the events, from the whole nine, we got to get you in an LFC calendar in the future, man, when those come back around. Ooh, dude, I'm excited. Even right now, I've been excited um, slowly getting back into shooting, uh, especially uh, like doing some photo shoots and modeling. Because um, when I got into sport, I just I kind of took that focus away from that. Because I found that, especially in fighting as well and football, most of the girls were so obsessed with, um, I guess, modeling and trying to do that side. Well, for me, I could I was so obsessed with training that I guess I kind of took a back burner and, and maybe did one or two photo shoots um, a year. But, uh, yeah, just in recent, I, I feel like maybe um, I'm, you know, I've kind of caught up enough in, in my ground game and my striking that I can um, – start to kind of, uh, I guess, take on different jobs and stuff now. Well, I'm going to say well, whatever that you do, taking on different jobs, photo shoots, what have you, Ty Emery, you're going to do it to the best of your abilities and you are going to kill it as you always do. Guys, get some Ty Emery and LFC. Check her out wherever you get your social media platforms. Man, you're mostly on the Twitter and Instagram front and they're beautiful photos, great posts. And you do your OnlyFans as well. So I'm going to step back. Please promote where everybody can follow you. Go right ahead, Ty. It's super simple. You can always find me on the at T-A-I underscore E-M-E-R-Y. So that's just my name, Ty underscore Emery. You can find me on the social medias. Uh, all my links like to OnlyFans, Instagram, Twitter, they're all there. I will reply. I will love you back. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, dude. Oh, always. I can't wait to do more of these. Can't wait to do more pop culture shows. It's always a blessing. It's always a pleasure. It's always a privilege to have Ty Emery on the show. And you could check out this show, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. On Sackleid.com, says LFC, LingerieFC.com. Twitter, LFC, excuse me, LingerieFC. Instagram's LFC MMA. You can check out the Spring for Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC podcast t-shirt. Get yourself some shirts. Get yourself some tanks. Tie in the future, get yourself rep the show, get yourself a t-shirt, get yourself a tank. Look as only as you can look, man. Always. Yeah. So those are out. Links will be in the description. This podcast is all over the place from WrestlingWrestling.com, from Stitcher, Anchor, iHeartRadio, Google Play, uh, wherever you get your podcasting platforms. Cast Bizox. I mean, people, we're all over the place. Links will be in the description. Just type in Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. LaundryFC.com, wherever you get it. Type in yours truly's name. Type in Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. It is all there, all in all. Positive message, positive energy, positive everything, because that is how it has to be. Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. It's not just a t-shirt. It's not just a podcast. It is an overall mindset. And on that uh, Ty Emery, do you have any final words for the LFC faithful and the fans? <sighs> Unfortunately, this time I do not. Titties, ass, and violence, people. Have a great bloody day.
beautifully and eloquently said by Miss Ty Emery. So for Ty Emery, my name is Mike Larkin. This will include the latest edition of the LFC Podcast. I will talk to you in the next episode. Have a great weekend, everybody.